2: This movie could be also, the subtitle is No Way Home, but it could be called Fan Service the Movie.
1: But why do people think that's bad?
2: That's a good question, because...
1: No, like genuinely answer me. What's their argument?
2: Well, rather than giving a good movie, you're just giving people what they want.
1: Like a checklist to tick off.
2: You're just throwing up things they'll like and give you money for and clap like laughing seals rather than a real experiential cinema.
1: Listen, if that's the case... Then clap, clap, clap away. (laughs) I'm a little seal.
0: Hello there.
2: Welcome to another episode of a podcast I like to call I Only Like You and Movies. My name's Lonnie, and I'm here in person with the astronaut herself, Senecia. Hello.
1: Hello. Hi, everyone. Thanks. Thanks so much. Um, Yes, the International Space Station did let me travel down to record some podcasts, very grateful to them.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Very grateful to all our politicians who are doing a great job handling a pandemic two years into it.
1: Just everything seems really well thought out and planned. So thanks so much, everyone, for making this truly wonderful of an experience.
2: You know, people say Sunday doesn't care about the podcast. I say they're lying because she just had a who that, says that?
1: They don't say that. I'll fight them.
2: The rest of my joke was you've had several swabs placed right up your nose and your throat and you braved the conditions to get all these tests to be allowed into Queensland, and...
1: Solely for the purpose of recording the podcast? Is um, that your point?
2: Is there another reason you're here? <laughs> well, to see Spider-Man No Way Home, is actually, and I, it was one of the best experiences of my life, actually. Wow. Seeing it with you, I mean.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> Am but I going
2: too hard too early Just
1: on the movie, meeting? like, moved no, you in no, some way.
2: Actually, being able to see it with you and to experience all the various... Things that occur in the movie. Now, I think we should pretty much go in spoiler heavy. The movie's been out for a little while, so if you wanted to see it, you probably have seen it. And if you listen to this podcast and don't care about spoilers, well, we've reached an agreement not to care about that too much anymore.
1: Here's the thing. You probably won't get it if you haven't seen the previous ones. Mm-hmm. So you need to see all three of Toby's and mm. two of Andrew's.
2: Two of Andrew. And-, and then
1: the two of Tom.
2: Yeah, plus his other experiences, I guess, would be...
1: Yeah. yeah less
2: so yeah so yes i enjoyed it i think i enjoyed it let's just get into the spoilers from the get-go oh before we do that actually i want to talk about how i saw it originally please i've seen it twice i saw it first at the midnight screening at my local cinema my first ever midnight screening you've been to one of those Sine?
1: i don't think so no but no. i would like to go for the experience
2: yeah and that's how i was thinking i was thinking you know with covid and everything lots of the world has been taken away from us over the last few years experiences and whatnot. And no, Taz, don't give me that look. Is this how you give me the look when we record? <laughs>
1: I've forgotten. I can't hide behind the <laughs> computer, behind the airwaves of the internet.
2: No, I was like, you know, it's some kind of something I've always been interested in, but I haven't had a chance of anything in the last couple of years. So I was like, you never know when you might not get a chance to do things again. So I was like, I'll take the opportunity to do it. I wouldn't do it again, probably. Really? Well. Maybe the way I did it was wrong because I came home, had a little nap and then got up again. Maybe I should have just stayed all, what are you laughing at?
1: It's like you pre-gamed, like you planned, and <laughs> then you were like.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, you know, I went to sleep around eight or nine and got up at my alarm, luckily, and my alarm at like 11. It's like, what are we done here? What are That's we doing? an odd
1: thing to do, to be honest.
2: Is it? Should I just stay up? I think
1: you should have just stayed up.
2: Maybe I should have. But it was fun to be there. It was very odd being at the cinema at, Midnight, and they're, they're like three or th- maybe four or five cinemas going, and they're all packed of like 200 people each. So
1: mm.
2: literally I think maybe the most people I've ever seen at the cinema at one time at we, we should probably
1: also say you saw this before COVID was really bad in Queensland.
2: Oh, yes, there was a sweet period there before. Because
1: it comes out like you were just trotting on down to no. <laughs> a movie theatre full of 200 people.
2: No, borders weren't even open, or had just opened perhaps at this point, and yes, Omicron hadn't really appeared in Queensland yet. Thank you, Newcastle. not your fault, Newcastle. <laughs>
1: it's not their fault.
2: Omicron's everywhere now, so it's kind of really hard to... And it's not someone's fault either, they get infected.
1: Okay, anyway, how was the movie experience?
2: It was great. It was weird that was well because the fans went crazy for it, right? And there are certain things happened in this film where they just yelled and screamed and you couldn't hear the actual film,
1: mm. which in
2: some ways was cool because you're there experiencing it, but also I did kind of one point my brain was like, is this normal? Is this right? Is this... Are you guys just sort of getting caught up in Disney global culture and they're just giving you stuff to, like... they all some there at the I same love, time enjoying it, so, like... I love
1: the idea that you're sitting to the side with your arms crossed thinking that you're, like, not buying into it when you two are at the midnight screen yeah, giving them your money. because I'm
2: enjoying it, but also I was like, is this culture now? They just... They'll get an old actor from a thing and put it in, that pleases us.
1: So... Do you think that for a midnight screening to work you have to not care about the film that much? But then you have to care about the film because why would you go to a midnight screening of a film you didn't care about? Well, It's a big commitment.
2: our friend Dylan went to see The Rise of Skywalker midnight screening and didn't like the film, fair enough. Rise of Skywalker. And didn't enjoy it, which is fair enough. Fair enough. And that's awful because he's got up midnight <laughs> to watch it and stayed yeah. up all night. So I think it was a good one to see. Um but, yeah, it was a bit weird being there. And they got they got too excited. They look like laughing and, and clapping at and stuff that didn't need a clap. Like there's a trailer that plays at the end with when you see Scarlet Witch and they're like, oh, my
1: God, she's in this. Scarlet Witch is clapping. I'm like, yeah, we know that.
2: She was announcing that film two years ago. <laughs> Why are we going crazy for it?
1: <laughs> Not everyone is as cool and reserved as you. Some people get excited about things, and that's, and that's
2: okay. And that def- I was happy when things happened in this film. So then, But I was looking forward to watching it with you and a regular screening happened to be like an afternoon screening where no one clapped or screamed really at all i think you had the biggest reaction when
1: oh my rea- reaction was the biggest in the cinema yeah. yes exactly there were like six other people
2: yeah it was very weird seeing it in two <laughs> i think it was the same cinema as well actually two totally different things anyway we've spoken too long about my experiences we have yeah. Talking so about-
1: the film i'm just gonna get this out of the way
2: yeah
1: they essentially made a live-action spider-verse right
2: they did. And that's my my probably my biggest gripe with the film. A film I really enjoyed was that we've kind of seen it all before better in a couple of years ago in Into the Spider-Verse.
1: But I don't think this was bad. It wasn't. I bad. actually think this was quite a good movie.
2: Mm.
1: But you're right. Spider-Verse is the most perfect Spider-Man movie. Um, no, I'm gonna stand by it. It's the most perfect Spider-Man movie to ever exist. By a mill- millimetre distance, yeah. like micro distance are the original two, which are mm. perfect films. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I shouldn't have to feel guilty for liking something. I don't like that. Yeah. But I really liked it.
2: <laughs> I know. There are things you should be guilty about liking for sure. Oh, like in, what? <laughs> in life. But liking a Spider-Man film shouldn't be one of those things.
1: No. Oh, dear.
2: So I agree with you. I think it was a great experience and I liked the movie. And it's kind of, it's almost a default as human beings to, when something's really good, you just focus on the few things that weren't very good about it mm. rather than focusing on the great things about it. So we go that first. What do you like about it?
1: Well, Andrew and Toby come back. Yes, they do. Andrew is perfect. He just walked off the set of Amazing Spider-Man 2 and walked onto this one. No change. Done. Toby! <laughs> <laughs> Toby's playing himself, isn't he? So, Toby didn't seem in character at all. Toby's over everything. His he's, he's
2: Spider-Man is pretty reserved, though.
1: I know. I just I didn't get that, like, naivety to his performance, mm. this, like, wide-eyed, like, mm. yes, Uncle Ben, sir. You know, like, yeah. that, that was missing for me. Um,
2: yeah. Andrew Garfield is having the time of his life, isn't he?
1: He's having a great time.
2: And he's really funny because he's been in the Spider-Man films, obviously, but since then he's really done indie stuff and mm. he, i haven't really seen a lot of him in the last no. he's just kind of doing his own thing and but to then to come back into this and just knock it out of the park and have the time of your life it's really great to see he
1: was perfect like he was exactly the same as we saw him last and i love seeing the three of them together i don't care whether that's fan service mm. the scene where tom spidey is thanking andrew and toby spideys for helping mm. listen I know that that's not part of the film. I know that that's just there for Tom Holland to thank them on camera yes. for passing down the legacy. Mm. And listen, I bawled like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so nice. Wasn't yeah. it sweet?
2: It's funny how it's almost retroactively made the fact that there's been other Spider-Mans before this and these get rebooted every couple of years. It's like a virtue now rather than a complaint about Spider-Man. Because could you do this with any other film character? Probably not. Maybe, maybe Batman. Maybe. And they're kind of doing that with Flash, apparently. They're bringing back back some of the Batmans, but mm. yeah. I don't think any other character would have this sort of well to draw upon. No. And it was kind of nice. Andrew Garfield's character kind of got sidelined a bit, and his movies weren't the greatest, and he never seemed to really have the chance to establish himself. So, yeah. It's almost like he got, yeah, redemption.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: A lot of focus has been on the the two Spider Mans who came back, though. But Tom Holland, how's he ranked for you? Is he
1: he's is a he the really best? good actor? Yeah, like low key, high key, really good. Like, I don't know how he can carry those moments of heartbreak and sadness, yeah. but then also have this like Peterness about him. You yeah. know, I I have a gripe not okay. with the film, with people who don't like the film. Okay, I think you said people are like oh, he screws up the whole world by, like, trying to get his friends into college. I love that because that is such a Peter Parker thing to do, to try so hard to do the right Mm -hmm. thing that he ends up screwing up something else and it's the most, like, awkward, misfit chain of events that ends up with him having to do something that he never set out to do because he's always been, like, a kid, right? And that's why Tony Stark's influence was so important because he kind of, like, not kept him in line, but had he had a guidance that he could provide. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tom Holland, Spider-Man on his own, thinks that he's ready for everything, and he's just not. He's just too young. He thinks that he can do everything, and he can't. And mm-hmm. that's the tragedy of his character.
2: That is so true. And he has got all this power. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fully understand the responsibility. Some could argue. Yeah. Uh, that's actually been a common thread in his films too. If you think back to the one with Michael Keaton as Vulture. He's there trying to be an avenger the whole movie and mm-hmm. try to be a superhero, but you're like, You're not ready yet. He doesn't he goes off on his own and almost causes all this destruction. Yeah. And in the second film he literally gives the bad guy all the keys to the drones mm-hmm. and stuff, you know? So it's not like something that came out of nowhere. It's his character totally yeah. to, to mess up and then try and only just make things right.
1: And I liked that. I liked that the central plot was to do with that and they didn't pick something yeah, like people were saying, oh, this is so dumb. He caused all this stuff to happen just to get his friends into college. Like, yeah, that's correct. Yes. Well and, done. <laughs> and that
2: is representative of his, his life and their lives being turned upside down because of him. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the gripe, though, with that? That in this universe, lots of folks are superheroes and have public identities and it doesn't really matter. Different if you're a kid, right? You're a teenager. Right?
1: different if you're a kid. Different if you're a kid at school. and mm. Everyone at school knows. I... I To me, the issue wasn't that his identity was revealed. It was that he was being framed for murdering Mm. Mysterio, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, it's a bit different when you're Tony Stark and everyone loves you in your public knowledge or you're Mm. Steve Rogers, who is the national hero, and your public knows about who you are, really. like That's kind of a little bit different. Also, I think it's not so much that in this universe some people have identities and it's okay. It's more that they're okay with it and he's not okay with it. That's why his character is different in this world right because he wants yeah. to keep and protect everybody <sighs> poor little fella what do you think about though i did see one thing about that and his whole thing is like do they all just sort of think they had a right to go to mit like
1: <laughs> a bit entitled wasn't it
2: but they were refused because of this reason which also i don't think universities can refuse your entry based on not public in australia invest. at least yeah it's a private university maybe yeah. different but american
1: is are weird anyway Sorry, colleges.
2: College, yes. And you just
1: bribe someone, don't you?
2: You buy a building, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Okay, what else are we talking about? Doctor Strange, perhaps? What do you think about Benedict?
1: Ugh, listen, I've never been a huge fan of Doctor Strange as a character. Hmm. He's just a bit of a nothing for me. Nothing for you, yeah. I think you made the point that he is an arrogant character.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so even though it's stupid that he let this happen, essentially he opens a time portal and all the universes come into this world, mm. all the previous villains and everything. I guess that kind of fits because he thinks he can handle everything. And again, similar, he can't. Mm. I've just never really warmed to him. And I think it's the accent. I know that he's doing a really <laughs> deep American accent. I know that's not yeah. how Benedict Cumberbatch talks. So I'm like, oh, here's a little that little Dr. Strange bit.
2: Bit of dissonance in your brain. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. Fair
2: enough.
1: I also, has he always been quippy? Sort of.
2: Sort of, I guess, but... I don't know. There's
1: just so many characters that are the same, that seem to have the same tone of voice and the same way of speaking and...
2: Yeah, that whole thing about call me sir and things. (laughs) It may be okay if one character is not quippy, wouldn't it? Like if he is just this weird
1: Well, one of my main complaints about the film, Hmm. which we're segueing into nicely, is that I had a moment in this movie and I think it was when... They just started trapping all the villains in Doctor Strange's, like, little jail. Hmm. And literally every line of dialogue was written to be this one-liner, like this one little quip. Hmm. And it doesn't work when all of the dialogue is like that. It was actually like, well, he's in prison. I guess that means we've done our job. Ha-ha, yeah, we've totally done our job. Ha, ha yeah, I like that you said that we totally did our job. Like, there were just these, like... Like, everyone had a comeback to every Mm. little bit, and it's like people don't talk like that, (laughs) firstly. And also it's so unnatural. It made it really stilted, Mm. and it threw off the pacing for me because I was like, okay, the scene's ending when someone makes a good little comeback, right, because it's, Mm. "Uh aha, there Mm. you go. But it didn't end. We had, like, five more little quips until we got to the end of the scene.
2: Agreed. It's um, called Comic Relief, not comic. The whole movie is like this, you know. I mean, it's true. Uh,
1: Should we talk about the baddies?
2: Yes, we should. In terms of that as well, segue from your point to my point. Mm -hmm. This Electro was not the same Electro, was it? Like, it is, but it's a totally different person. How was he cool all of a sudden? Because he's Jamie Foxx. Well, he was a nerdy little idiot in the last film. What do you mean?
1: He spoke about being a nerd? (laughs) I know.
2: It's like, I don't mind it. I don't hate it, actually, because it's better character, but... (laughs) The whole thing is like he's supposed to be the same guy, but he's 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 kind of I, there's, I guess there's hints there that he's drawing upon different energy in this universe, and he's like electro- that doesn't
1: mean he gets a personality transplant. No, I
2: think Correct. it was just bad. Correct. The villains.
1: The villains.
2: Okay, there's some bad ones and there's some good ones.
1: In more ways than one.
2: Willem Dafoe was the best baddie
1: ever. Willem Dafoe is the best actor ever. <laughs> and I don't want to disparage Spider-Man because I love Spider-Man and I love these movies. But, guys, Willem Dafoe, one of the greatest actors in the history of cinema, is in a Spider-Man movie. You know how weird that is? That's so weird. It'd be like, what examples did I give?
2: Like a Laurence Olivier yeah, slumming it in. I don't know. Powerade <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like, it's so bizarre. He well, is. He's fully
2: committed tonight.
1: He is playing this completely straight. Yes perfectly
2: well we do realize he was in the, in the original spider-man too yeah but we do know this, he's, but he's back he's... back
1: here's my question how does he physically change the shape of his face when he becomes goblin
2: Well, you know, I, i've kept this for you this <gasps> fact please apparently prosthetics goblin has so when he's norman osborne he puts dentures in
1: ah. so he's
2: got his teeth look normal and they take them out and it's his, his regular sort of raggedy teeth <laughs> what's
1: bad about his teeth
2: <laughs> well that's apparently when he's when he's goblin His teeth are a bit, um, you know, not crooked.
1: Imagine breaking that news to him. You're the makeup artist or the director or something, and you're like, "Gee, your teeth are really crap. They'd be great for our villain."
2: Yeah,
1: that's mean to him.
2: But more than his actual teeth, it's the smile.
1: It's the angle of the jaw. Oh, he becomes the shape of the mask. He does. How? How does one do that with their face?
2: And then he's got some really. The character always has, but especially in this film, he's very sensitive and when he realizes what he's been doing his alter ego, which I'm I'm never quite sure I can fully believe when he's like, Oh what have I done? But you do kind of believe it as well, mm. I guess. But you're totally right. How about that scene in the uh in the apartment when spider sense has gone off, but Peter doesn't know what's what's occurred. It's
1: creepy. Yeah.
2: People online saying that's one of the best best scenes of the film. And then you can just look over and you can tell that he's changed just by looking at him. Oh yeah. And the bit where he's being hit and smiling about it—just
1: that's creepy. Is the line Norman's on sabbatical the best line ever written in the history of cinema?
2: It's one of the best line readings. So I'll give you that
1: <laughs> perfection. But
2: I think what you're getting at here—and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Snape—but do we almost take it for granted how good he is in this? Yes.
1: That's yeah. why we're taking a moment. In the podcast hmm. to acknowledge this okay
2: everyone who's listening just take a few seconds to appreciate Willem and defoe in this film yeah. feels good doesn't it yeah it does yeah.
1: okay so in addition to green goblin yes arguably one of the best spider-man villains of all time mm-hmm. is my favorite spider-man villain of all time doc ock yes alfred molina again having the time of his life
2: again and Again, one of the best actors and best villains. Like, you could if he had if one superhero can have one great villain like Goblin. You, my guys, great. This guy's got two.
1: I know. <laughs> Alfred Molina, exquisite perfection, yeah. no notes. Yep. all of his dialogue quips—that's my note. But
2: But it learns Alfred Molina, you can live with it. Can't I'll you? let it go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I liked the technology thing. Yeah. how Peter got in control of his little octopus arms, that was interesting. Yeah, it was cool. And he's point.
2: always been the, one of the more tragic villains because it's his, he's not trying to do it. He's, his no. brain's been taken over by the his invention. Yeah. Did he get you... a
1: bit moved when he put the chip in and, like, cured him and he went yeah. as quiet?
2: Yeah. <gasps> Doc Ock. <laughs> and when he rescued them at the end and he spoke to Peter again after yeah. 20 years and Peter says the same thing back to him that he said in his first meeting. Does he? Try and do better. <laughs> oh,
1: my God.
2: <laughs> that's Tabby's Peter we should Clarify. All right. I, I one thing about that though, it would be it wouldn't have been able to be done, possible, you might say. Um, but it had been great if none of this could have been revealed and the first time we saw Doc Locke was in the movie theatre rather than in the trailers. Yeah. But
1: you know I was thinking this. Like thankfully I got spoiled very little, but we all knew that they were all back and we, we all knew that Andrew and Toby were coming back, right? Like I kinda had so. to. Um,
2: yeah. Although it would have been funny if they didn't bring him back. <laughs> I still think that would've been hilarious. <laughs>
1: What, if they, like, hinted that they were and yeah. they didn't in the whole movie? Everyone's <laughs> like, where were
2: they? Yeah, they couldn't have done that, though. Yeah.
1: There's also Dr. Connors, Lizard Man.
2: Wasn't my favourite, to be honest, in this one. No. Because at first I wasn't sure if it was the, the same dude, but apparently it was. But it seems like they just got him to talk a bit down an iPhone and through a few lines and they actually took scenes from his movie and just copied them into this. Apparently. Did they? Yeah.
1: That's not. What you do, guys.
2: And the same with Flint Marco, Sandman.
1: Okay. (laughs) Sandman is the most ridiculous villain that's ever existed. I think we forget how awful that movie was.
2: People love it now, isn't they? No, listen,
1: you only love it because you're missing, you're getting nostalgia from thinking back to when you were young and what was happening in your Mm. life when you were watching it. It's not a good film. Not everything that is nostalgic is good. It's not a good film. He like just dis- oh god he disintegrates into sand. Do you not remember this? And his big hand comes up and he's like, "No." It's all- What's that thing? Where it's like save. Oh,
2: uh, from um Trek two.
1: Yes, it is Gingerbread Man yeah, the in Trek two, yeah. who dies yes. and says, "Save someone." It'll be
2: good. I think he. says.
1: That's exactly what Sam is <laughs> like.
2: I don't you like him coming up and reminding us what his full name is when he first appears? No. I didn't, I didn't actually appreciate it in my first viewing, because everyone's like, well, Sandman's San But when I watched it with you, he, he says, hey, Peter, it's me, Flint Marco, the Sandman, from Spider-Man 3, remember?
1: We were in a movie together. <laughs> I remember it fondly.
2: I feel a bit sorry for him in this one, mate, because he's not necessarily a bad guy. He wants to go help out his daughter, and he just caught up with these villains, and he's like, yeah. oh, I'm not with them. What are you doing? But... It's hard to explain. I well,
1: guess. this is the thing. So, several points on the villains. I think we. Mm. Who else is there?
2: Electro, we spoke about. Electro. Venom's in the post credits. Mm, whatever. I guess Typhoid Grace didn't get a call up to come back. <laughs> Neither did the other guy who plays Hobgoblin. <laughs> yeah, so, in okay.
1: So, this is my my question, right? Mm. Why didn't all the villains come back? Why was it just the ones that we wanted to Only see? Only a
2: few squeaked through, I think, was the idea before. Right. could stop And it just the happened spell. to be
1: the best ones and most important ones that we had also seen in previous yeah. films. I think you made a point about that that was all the things that they were hinting at between the Spideys and mm. their respective villains we had already seen in film.
2: Yeah. It's almost, like they
1: had no other life, right?
2: It's like they've been in stasis. Like, But he's been – Tobey Maguire's been Spider-Man for 20 years, you think, in his universe. It would have been fun if you would just alluded to, like, I had some trouble with a black cat or mm. wait until you find Craven the Hunter. Like, that could have been really... And that, I guess the implication there is that if, if you say that, maybe you have to come back and make that movie or something. But I think I would have liked just the hint that he has done some... Maybe just the hint, even for his character, like...
1: Which you know,
2: one? Tom McGuire, if he did mm. something like with MJ, like, things were tough, but, you know...
1: Yeah, that was interesting, that more... conversation. Because
2: he didn't really confirm whether they were still together, did he? He didn't. He almost hinted like they weren't together, then he's like, After yeah. a while, things were tough, but they got better. I'm like, do you have kids, or what's <laughs> is Mary Jane and actor still? What's going on? We like Mary Jane, and the same with um, Andrew Garfield's like, I became rageful, which is a weird, weird word to me. Rageful, rageful. never really heard of rageful before. Angry, I would have said,
1: careful, Tiger Web will come for you.
2: <laughs> Little Oz Twitter,
1: listed in the OED 18th century scripture,
2: <laughs> but. Like, what's that mean, though? Like, what did you do? Did you to go on the run?
1: Like, He became rageful, he. Yeah,
2: but you're totally right. It's, it would have been great to have a bit more of a hint of a wider universe, not just the ones that we have seen on screen. Mm.
1: Hmm. Okay, some more points about the villains. Yes. They're all up in the little condo in Happy's condo and we're finding a cure and we're working through them. Yeah. Then Willem Dafoe becomes Green Goblin and tries to leave. Yeah. Electro is also bad, and he leaves before his power gets drained. Mm. And then Lizard Man, who's just chilling in the van, same time. He somehow becomes annoyed and decides not to go with them as well. Yeah. Which is interesting. I get that. Yeah, that was bad. So the idea is you're curing them, right? You're curing them of their powers. And then you're gonna send them back to the time when they came in. However, Electro explains the last thing he remembered was being filled with a lot of blue electric- electricity mm. and seeing Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a second before he died. So are we sending them all back a second before they died? Because if he couldn't handle that much electricity then as a supervillain, he can't handle it now as a human. So what, you're just making them die again as a human?
2: Yeah. And
1: How- what? Why?
2: <laughs> well, assume that happens, right? Andrew Garfield in that universe was just about to destroy him because he's like a villain. He's been mm-hmm. killing everyone and he-, he just led to the death of Gwen Stacy, right? And then all of a sudden he appears back and he's like, oh, I'm normal now. I, you saved me. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? And it would still kill him, right? Like, exactly. It makes doesn't make much sense, that whole thing. Also, like, I don't know. When are you are curing someone of a problem, shouldn't they be on board with that? You I know think what the mean? lizard
1: man didn't want to be cured. He was happy being a lizard. <laughs> yeah. He didn't seem really on board with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, the... Well, Norman Osborn would start to face consequences for his actions, wouldn't he? Like,
1: well, exactly. Like, yeah. you want to die in a prison? Yeah. Really?
2: I'm not. I. And I, the issue, like, Doc Ock's issue is that he's got something controlling his brain. So if you solve that, cure that, that's okay. That's that's good. He can go back to normal. Right? Sure. Sandman, apart from, well, what, what is that a problem? Does he like not like being Sandman? Like. He's be okay. Either. No, he didn't
1: like it because he couldn't go be with his daughter. Remember, Why he not? could never. I guess because he could a never hold her because you put your hand in there in the sand.
2: Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it kind of it was a bit of a hand wave, wasn't it? We'll, we'll cure them, send them back, and you know, it's all okay. I go to college. Everyone's fine.
1: Well, Doctor Connors hardly said anything, right? And the whole thing. Yeah. There's a little subplot where, oh, we have to be careful because, um, Osborne's like got psychological damage, right, Hmm. from what he's been doing as Goblin. Dr. Connors doesn't look too great himself.
2: No, not at all. Are we
1: sure that's safe to be sending him back in? Yeah. He didn't seem okay with it and he might Mm. need some help, but we're just ignoring that because we don't have time in the two-hour film to do it.
2: Yeah, and like Electro, his issues aren't that he's got electric powers. They're more like he's had lots of psychological things happen to him over the last few Mm. years as well, so yeah.
1: I also wasn't a fan of the... um, effect that they used to disappear them
2: Mm,
1: did you like that i remember it it was like they faded to black and white and then had like twinkle lights as they disappeared oh yes so you film the shot with them there and then you film the shot without them and then you superimpose super like
2: magic spell yeah sorry yeah Yeah.
1: it felt to me very like early special effects (laughs) i just it didn't fit with me with all the great cgi with everything else i thought that was really silly i
2: guess i I didn't think about it It didn't bother me but fair enough Maybe I was too busy. People to scream in my ear because <laughs> happy z Whoa.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.
2: Let's get this dinner party
1: started. Can we talk about the other Spideys? I had a couple of things to talk about. Please do. I really liked that Toby was the one to stop Tom from killing Green Goblin.
2: I love that too. It's a bit undercut though. He yeah. gets stabbed and you're like, oh my God, they're going to kill Toby. Oh, he's one.
1: All right? And I guess he's being sent back with like a a wound in his side, like yeah. How does that work?
2: I don't know, but yeah, I, I agree with you. That was a really powerful moment because he's like the grandpa or something of the creepy, you know? yes,
1: <laughs> the dad. Yeah, there were lots of references that I liked. The little "you're amazing" scene. I, I don't care. You can laugh at me. You can judge me. You can think I have two brain cells. I don't care. It was sweet. It was, it was nice. Sweet. Them interacting was just really fun. It was really fun,
2: and I'm glad they were actual characters because it could easily have been they turn up just there
1: mm-hmm. with a mask
2: on and fight a bit at the end, and then Tom's like, who are those two? They seem really cool. They actually
1: engaged with the yeah, idea of about... three different people and that yeah. they were very similar. And
2: Totally. I could watch that first scene with Andrew Garfield all day, especially when, when he he's... comes through the portal. Yeah, and he jumps up and is so just great. attached and he's got to get the And she's like, that's not
1: an... Firstly, Zendaya is me in that situation. Throwing bread. Throwing bread and also <laughs> saying, no, it's not enough to, like, put your sticky fingers on. You could have just put some little glue on them. Go yeah. crawl on the roof. Yeah. And around. he's like, do I have to? Yes. Yeah. Their chemistry was really great. I loved yeah. that whole thing. And obviously it was tragic when he caught her.
2: Mm. I find it funny. People are saying that, oh, it's like redemption for him. Like,
1: no, no, it's not. That's not what that was saying, right?
2: That's not like he's like, oh, okay, I can save one girl now. I can live my life properly.
1: I read that as... He was able to save her, but he wasn't able to save his own, yeah. his own MJ Gwen, yeah. and that that was really sad. Like this was all on his face. That's why he's such a great mm-hmm. actor. That was sad for him. Like he could do this for the other Peter, and why couldn't anyone do that for him? Mm-hmm. And I still remember seeing that in the cinema. You knew that it was happening, and you kept it from me. He was so
2: mad at me, which
1: I was because I <laughs> yelled at me like, "Why didn't you tell me?" <laughs> I was bawling at this point as well because I didn't know that that was happening i haven't read the comic books i didn't know gwen died and i think i missed like the moment where she hit her head So i was like oh she's fine lonnie why isn't she moving lonnie why isn't she getting up mm. anyway
2: those movies like we've probably spoken about it before in this podcast we, we did a whole episode about these old movies but it's like almost like a Faustian impact it's like you can have the best relationship Depicted in the comic book movie with these two characters and the best chemistry and whatnot.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Around a bad movie, The rest of it though. Like, oh, is it worth it? <laughs> they were so good, weren't they?
1: There was. I also uh, really liked the comment about Black Spider Man. That was nice.
2: Yeah, there's, it's there... like
1: oh, you're from Queens. I thought you'd be black. You know, yeah. just like oh, I'm sorry.
2: There's a Miles out there. There is a Miles out
1: there. It's all right, Electro. There's a Miles out there.
2: Yeah, he'll be in the live actions eventually. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be cool.
1: Did you like all the web stuff?
2: Yeah, I think we spoke about that before as well, the idea that Toby's web's just coming out of his wrist, and some people think that's weird. I'm totally, he's a a spider, he's been by a spider, I'm okay with him having webs out of his wrists, right?
1: Mm. But
2: the other two make their own webs. They do. Because I I always found it funny, it's like, he's been by a spider, so he gets all the powers of a spider. He
1: can't make a web.
2: Well, he also happens to also (laughs) create a spider web functionality for his wrist but like...
1: maybe he wouldn't be able to do that unless he'd had been bitten by the spider
2: he's supposed to be like the smartest guy in the universe as well I that's think. True. So, what do you think of that things funny.
1: i liked it i i never really had an issue if i think about it too much it kind of grosses me out because i don't like wrist stuff um i don't like wrists like people like cutting their wrists and oh, like okay. stuff coming out of wrists just sp- no thank you sure but it was fun I don't know. Yeah. That scene was probably the most like fan servicey feeling to me because it, it was addressing a concern that the fans had directly rather than and sort of not retconning it. I guess maybe that's why I didn't mind it because it wasn't a retcon. It was just
2: yeah, an exploration just a, a no. of how it worked. Or not uh not a wink. I really liked the scene when they were, oh, it's a like scene I guess I do like in BBC a bit where they're like they have to break into the local school and use the science equipment to make mm. stuff. And for a second I was like, it's really convenient, their high school has all the materials that can secure these villains, but it is supposed to be like a fancy high school for science nerds. So,
1: well, also, they're living in a universe where there are superheroes and stuff, so it wouldn't have the same stuff we have.
2: Yes, they probably yes. have
1: more stuff to prevent villains and I guess
2: so, they're just sitting on the shelf and yeah, <laughs> in the science block. Um, but I liked when they're all making stuff together and the scene with Ned we haven't mentioned yet. Ned's magic, apparently,
1: I don't like that. Don't like that,
2: no, but I did like when. Toby talked about his best friend died in his arms after trying to kill him and Ned <laughs> freaks out.
1: But you said in the comics there's a...
2: Apparently Ned, there's a, there's a storyline when Ned becomes a villain. Becomes a hobgoblin apparently. Oh
1: my God, really? I wonder
2: if they'll do that.
1: No, thank I wonder you.
2: if they'll do that before he becomes gets his memory back, which is the end of the movie, which we haven't spoken about yet. you got more things to say though, I'm sure.
1: I've got lots of things. What's Ned doing magic? What do, how do you feel about that? I mean... Wasn't didn't it have a whole existential crisis because he was like, I can't help and I'm just nobody and you're doing all this. and well, He liked being the guy in the chair. Though. Yeah, because didn't Tom Holland's Spider-Man go, are you kidding? You're the guy in the chair. like yeah. You get me there. You're amazing. And, like, build him up and mm. stuff. And then he's like, fuck you, I'm the guy in the chair. Mm. That's enough. That's enough for him to, like, have that moment. He doesn't yeah. somehow now need to be magical. magical because then that undercuts the whole previous well, dynamic.
2: And the weird thing is that Surely he forgets his magical abilities because he forgets this happened, right? Oh so, well, yeah. So I wonder, like, is that a storyline that won't get addressed again anytime soon? Probably. And something I didn't think about until we spoke about it as well, but they he does his little magic trick to find more Spider Men, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But he
2: stops after two. I had that because we because we know there's like two other Spider Men. Why don't they go again just in case there's more? Sp- Here's
1: <laughs> the thing. I I think they stopped up with this because they were looking for Peter Parker's. And I reckon that there are way – there's like a lot of Peter Parkers who were not Spider-Men, and they could have done that.
2: That could have been fun. Also, there are other Spider people, like Spider Gwemans, things like that too.
1: Could have had a reference to Spider Pig, I don't know, and then closed it back up again. That could have been fun. Yeah. But I think they should have had more people and gone – will prove that you're Spider-Man. I don't know how they would have done that because then you probably have to erase the memories of the people who were humans. I don't know.
2: Maybe I'm getting too much into into the Spider-Verse territory as well. Maybe. But, yeah, Ned stuff, um, I don't know. That would be convenient, but...
1: Fair enough. I thought it was very difficult to tell who was who in the suit.
2: Oh, especially as, like, dark.
1: That last fight scene. Give me some light. I've seen all these movies, right? I know I'm not the smartest person almost observant person about film <laughs> but unless you really know that like oh toby Maguire's spidey has this one strip of blue in this particular spot so that's definitely him swinging about yeah i, I don't know who is they're all wearing masks i don't know
2: i wish that had been a bit lighter that whole scene
1: in tone or in
2: no in, in visuals visual. <laughs> yeah I, no they kind of i think they do that a bit to hide special effects yeah in the they dark do. a bit but it would have been nice to really...
1: It wasn't as bad as that scene from Wonder Woman 1984.
2: <laughs> so awful.
1: You can't even see what's happening. It
2: was really bad, wasn't it? Um, Wonder Woman's such a bright character I too. Bright it's
1: just a shame because I I was really engaged with that scene and really engaged with the actors. And, yeah, yeah you could hear them, but they were all throwing things to each other and I, mm. I don't know who so. Um, yeah,
2: I do love it when they stop and take their masks talking to each other yeah. so we can see their faces. That's fun.
1: But I'd prefer I'd, that, then. I would
2: rather
1: that, yes. Correct. <laughs> now, I'm just going to get in um, ahead of Dylan here, friend okay, of the pod, right. co-host of Lonnie's other podcast, I Miss You, Man. Um, no, this is not a Christmas movie. It has one scene where he swings by the Christmas tree at the Rockefeller Center. As you all know, if you've listened to my guest mm-hmm. podcast episode that he- we did on Christmas movies, um, which we will link to mm-hmm. in the description a single scene set at Christmas does not a Christmas movie make.
2: No. That last scene, though, if we can jump to it. Please. So at the end of the movie, he, everyone loses a memory of Spider-Man and Peter being the same person. Yes. So I'm trying to pass this in my brain a bit. So the original spell was everybody would still know Peter, but they would forget that he was Spider-Man. The whole world would not know that Except
1: here. for... Zendaya, Aunt May, and Ned.
2: Yes, that's he was trying to get them to still remember. But
1: because he was doing that mid-spell, it mucked up the spell and he's got a corrupt spell. That
2: caused all the issues, right? Which caused
1: all the problems, Yeah. So at
2: the end, Peter's like, okay, can we make everyone forget who Peter Parker is? Yes. So in this new scenario, everybody knows that Spider-Man is a person, but no one knows except for Peter that he is Spider-Man. So I'm guessing...
1: Do they know that Spider-Man is a person?
2: Yeah, well, Spider-Man still exists in this because he speaks to, like, Happy. He's like, how would you know Aunt May? And he's like, Three Spider-Man. And I'm like, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So I'm
2: guessing, like, all the Avengers now know that they foot alongside a man called Spider-Man. But
1: never met him. Yes. So all those scenes they have with him with his mask off.
2: In their memory, I guess it's something else, yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, they, I'm guessing the spell is smart enough to patch in those bits that don't make sense in your in your memory, right?
1: Because also- it still
2: occurred, just the memory of it is different.
1: And also, the spell gave him um, sewing powers.
2: Well, that's the other thing. So he has to, he's doing his GED according to the book at the end. So he hasn't gone back to school. But, like, does that mean his yearbooks have also changed? Like, Mm. does he not have a social security number, a birth certificate anymore? Or does all that exist, but the spell has kind of removed all the records? Maybe. I, I guess they'll address it in the next movie, but. You know, for the sake of the movie and everything, there's no more Peter Parker. Now, does that affect every other Peter Parker in the multiverse, though?
1: <laughs> I think it's just him. Well,
2: does Toby go back and go to kiss MJ and she's like, who the fuck are you get out, get out of my house?
1: <laughs> I don't think so, but that would be pretty okay, funny. So
2: it's just our Peter, the one who yeah. caused the initial spell issue, is the one that Well, who knows?
1: To. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, but Maybe. it's really
2: nice reboot for his character because the last <sighs> few movies he's been... Spider Boy, or I mean, Iron Lad, or something like he's kind of been in Tony Stark's shadow and a little Avenger shadow. But to me, Spider Man is a bright kid trying to get through life and really struggling. He's not somebody who has a whole army at disposal, you know? And he's a, he's a boy who can sew, most important, At
1: is. his heart, he's a boy who can sew. <laughs> Toby
2: totally made his own suit.
1: Listen, I sew, it's hard. Working with the flimsy material like spandex, spandex and it's got like mm. it's like satin and, I mean, do you do a bias cut for the little, little <laughs> bodice or what do you do here, guys? I don't know about that.
2: Maybe it's one of the other hidden talents of the spider bite.
1: So all spiders, if we just gave them the chance, would be, hey, they spin webs.
2: There you go. The suit is great though, isn't it?
1: It's the a great blue, suit. The blue yeah. suit. So I'm really keen because it seems like he's doing some street level crime yes which we are here for
2: totally so we've like there's a time and place for this but at our both our hearts i think we love batman when he's in gotham city not when he's on planet zero or something right Agreed. fighting aliens and the same with spider-man there's a time and place for it but i think at his core he is trying to be make queens and new york a safer place for the little guys because that's him
1: so what do you reckon about zendaya having a memory wipe? Well, wow. She had the Band-Aid.
2: Yes, and she has the necklace from him.
1: And I was terrified when they cut there that Ned and her were going to be together. That would
2: be fun, though.
1: It's not what they did, though.
2: No, that's not what they're doing, no. <laughs> but it, you did think that for a second. I, I mean, was you, worried you because of how yeah.
1: the repercussions of that, because you could yes. never be with her because she's your best friend's.
2: Yeah. But totally go on. That, that's a horrible thing. He's almost had the worst luck, hasn't he, this Spider-Man? So he's lost Uncle Ben, maybe. He's lost Aunt May now.
1: Yeah. Can we talk about that yeah, quickly? Yeah, quickly, yeah. Mr. May, amazing. Love her. Yeah. That's all. She, no. gives,
2: she gives him the speech and...
1: So she says the line, right, which annoys me because... Which
2: everyone went mad for in my cinema, by the way. Sorry.
1: Well, that's fine. They made a decision in movie one or two, I can't mm. remember which one, I think number one, mm. that they weren't going to say the line, right, that they'd allude to it and say something like, when you're in a position of power, you need to do things for other people. And I yeah. was like, okay, fine, you're not saying the line in this universe. But people weren't happy with that. So then they come and say the line anyway. Just mm. say the line in the first place. Mm-hmm. I know it's awkward. I know it's servicey. I know it's just there to be there. But just get it out of the way then it's done. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Rather than not doing it and then kind of doing it and having to go back and do it. And I've
2: got, I've got a few issues with this, though, to be mm-hmm. honest. Okay. Like, as you said, maybe it's okay if a Spider-Man – has an Uncle May an uh, Uncle sorry. An
1: Uncle May. Well a, hey, an, an sure. May.
2: An yeah, that can be fine. An Aunt May who dies and gives him the line and that inspires him, right? I'm, I'm okay with that to a mm-hmm. certain extent. But he's already been Spider Man for like a couple of years, right? And now he's getting this this lesson yeah. about great power, great responsibility after he's already fought Thanos. Like doesn't really make <laughs> sense to me. Yeah. And they also have alluded in the past to, you know, Aunt May's gone through a lot this year and like suggesting that an Uncle Ben situation had occurred off screen. And now it's like, well, if you think about the most important character of Spider-Man, Uncle Ben is like number one, if not, you know, number two, when number one. So what's happened there? But Did you not have Uncle Ben? What happened there? Well, I
1: think that the speech still needs to happen, right? So it would just be a parental figure that can give the speech. Mm. I don't really see that it has to be Uncle Ben. I do see your point about he's getting it too late, which is why they should have just said it in the first yeah. movie.
2: Because like, we never saw this Spider Man origin story, which apparently we're getting in a cartoon or something. Apparently. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's a bit late to introduce Uncle Ben and then
1: yeah, give is. him the line now. I think it's fine if there's different Peters in different universes and they get with different people. Yeah, yeah. Like one fun. gets with Gwen, one gets with MJ, one gets with a different MJ, and they've explained that the MJ doesn't need to be the same person because they have different names. Hmm. Then why can't yeah, some just, have an Aunt May, some have an Uncle Ben, maybe that's some that's have totally an Uncle fine. Steve.
2: Yeah, that, that, I'm okay with that. But it kind of makes you wonder what was her bad year that you talked about previously? Like, is that.
1: Maybe she has mental health issues. But she
2: could have lost an Uncle Ben, and then. But that was not something that was important or didn't occur, you know, impact on his Spider Maning. Yeah. But if they introduced that character, maybe she could have said now, you know, your Uncle Ben always told me that, and then mm. the one could have been happening. But yeah, that's just a bit. You can't go back in time and change the previous movie. No, so.
1: I know. I just think it should be a lesson for the future.
2: Yes, totally. Anyway, I was saying that the no one knows, no one knows he's Spider Man now.
1: I was asking about Zendaya. You reckon he's oh. going to go to college and get a little college girlfriend? I'm not, not here for it.
2: That's what I'm saying. So no. Do you remember the really bad Fantastic Beast movie? Where at the end of that yes. first one, everyone this is their memory, and the baker. Yes. And then the next movie, they come back and Queenie, he, isn't it? Queenie, they come back and the Muggle guy just has your memory back, I hope they don't do that because we've got to have some time of him suffering, right? Because I was saying, he's got the worst luck. He's lost his uncle, he lost his aunt, he's lost Tony Stark. Yep. He's had all this shit happen in the last two movies. He's now, now he's,
1: lost all the Avengers because... All the
2: Avengers, every single other person his entire life. Yeah. You know, he's a really tough shot. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: so, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking what will happen is that he'll have a college trilogy or at least one or two movies, right?
1: I hope it's called, like, Spider-Man at college.
2: Yeah. The college years, <laughs> yeah. He maybe well. There's no Osborns in this universe, but maybe he can meet a Harry osborne like person. Yeah. Does he meet with a, a Gwen or a different? Does he meet with Felicia, who's Black Cat, potentially? Mm-hmm. Does he meet up with a blind lawyer?
1: Oh my god! Okay, this is the, this is my biggest reaction in the cinema. He came on screen. It's Daredevil, guys. Charlie is on screen. Oh, my God, he's in a Spider-Man film. Oh, my God, I didn't get spoiled for this. Oh, my God, look at him. Oh, he's taking care of everything because he's such a great lawyer. Grabs the brick, says,
2: I'm "I'm just a great lawyer, which is perfect. Yeah.
1: So they don't know that he's Daredevil, right? No. Oh, I'm so excited. Charlie Cox is my favourite Daredevil. There's not a high bar there.
2: I think you're, like, 100% (laughs) of the rest of the world in that (laughs) respect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I may also have a little celebrity crush on him. I'll admit it. But his show was amazing, especially season one. It's pretty mm. much perfect TV show, season mm. one of Daredevil. And it's pretty funny because I think it was when Shang-Chi came out mm. and they were talking about, oh, this is the first one that has a magical dragon. And mm. everyone's like, Iron Fist existed, guys. And they're <laughs> like, we don't talk about the TV shows as if they're canon. Yeah. And we're like, okay, but this shows that that they, they have to be.
2: At least. They have to be a part of it, right? right?
1: So I'm so excited if Daredevil's going to be in these movies. I want to see Daredevil and Spidey team up. That would be amazing to do street-level crime. Mm -hmm. I want Jessica Jones. I want Kristen Rita back in my life. I want Rosario Dawson, and I am here for it. And I'm so pleasantly surprised because that little scene, which is really lazy narratively, he's like, oh, this big problem about you killing Mysterio? I fixed it. Don't worry about it. But fine. But that scene where he's at their house, Normally that'd be cut from mm. this, and it would be just like a little added extra on a DVD. And I really like that they kept it in.
2: Yeah, they could have just had Aunt May coming in and saying, "Hey, lawyer says it's all going to be okay." Exactly. Yeah.
1: They had a nice little scene with him. Oh, it was so exciting! It was honestly like the best moment of the movie for me.
2: Yes, yeah, so I saw a post online about it. It's like I've never seen such a crowd reaction to a white cane coming <laughs> on the screen. <laughs>
1: Listen, yeah. guys.
2: Yeah, we all love Daredevil. That was great. Daredevil's was the best. So, where do you things go? What's going to happen next? What do you reckon?
1: Street level crime. Yep. College.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't know. So, people are saying online that you know this maybe's made a billion dollars, so they'll want to bring back Toby and Andrew again. I kind of feel like it wouldn't.
1: It wouldn't be the same. Wouldn't be the
2: same, would it? I don't. I almost you, you can't do it, do it
1: once, and that's that's it.
2: I feel like that Toby's probably done unless they, you know, back up the truck again and <laughs> dump all the money on his front lawn. Yeah. I feel like Andrew would probably do another 10. <laughs> so do you think there's a chance he might come back and do more?
1: I mean, maybe. He seemed to have a great time. Yeah. And I think he was quite well received in this film. But I, people are saying he's great in, like, Tick, Tick, Boom and stuff, which you haven't seen hmm. yet. Maybe he's, you know, Just, going that direction.
2: Yes. I, I also think I'm not sure you can really have multiple Spider-Man trilogies at once, like...
1: Yeah,
2: I don't think so. Well, if I'm Tom Holland, I don't want another no. Spider-Man trilogy happening around Is he
1: going to stay a Spider-Man?
2: Tom Holland. Because he's done his three. I think Tom Holland, every time his contract's up, he's like, I might not come back, and then they give him, they put a few more zeros on.
1: <laughs> Should we talk about how every Spider-Man, their love interest is full on in love on set? It's a suit, isn't it?
2: <laughs> Something about those, those Toby types. and Kirsten. Yes. Andrew and Emma. Yeah, never seems to last, though. So.
1: Thomas and Daya.
2: They seem like, they're the most love I've ever seen two people be, though. Really? Yeah.
1: That's nice. She laughs way too hard at his jokes. I mean, oh, he's no. funny, but he's not that funny. Should we talk about post-credits quickly?
2: Oh, yes. Well, that's actually links in well. So Venom's there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I haven't seen the new Venom yet. I saw the first Venom on, like, Prime or something. It was okay. I'm like, you wouldn't be into it because you don't like Venom's character. Or design. Scary.
1: I don't like his scary pointy teeth. Mm.
2: Um, but he turns up and instead of going to join the fight, he um gets drunk in a bar, apparently. <laughs> Which is great for him. Um
1: I thought it was Danny Rojas who was the bartender. I
2: think it might be. Who is Danny Rojas?
1: He's from Ted Lasso, the show that you won't watch.
2: I'm trying to watch it, but
1: the show that you are not watching, and that Eric and I, I watched three episodes. I watched four episodes. We have our own little fan club over here. You're welcome okay. to join I'm at trying. any time. Why is
2: Apple so stupid in their streaming? Capabilities. Because
1: they want you to buy everything that's Apple.
2: I tried. I got a subscription, but it wouldn't Chromecast. Annoying.
1: Because they don't want you to Chromecast because it's not Apple. Anyway. Yes. Was it Danny Rojas?
2: I saw people say it was. I do not know who Danny Rojas is. So I tried
1: to look it up, and I couldn't find seen. anything confirming. Yeah. If you have the confirmation, could someone please tweet at me? Thank okay. you so much. lot
2: well, some folks are saying that he, Venom is from the andrew universe so perhaps if there's more venom oh, spider-man right. stuff maybe that can be his spider-man which, i mean that's probably a good way to do it if you're going to have more andrew garfield stuff but
1: we don't need you know, more andrew Garfield. yeah stuff.
2: do you think other studios are going to be trying to do movies like this no do you think spider-man's a kind of a unique character
1: i guess you could have a multiverse with any of the characters though hmm. Like, they could be another Batman in a multiverse.
2: Well, the new Flash film coming out next year has Michael Keaton coming back. You know, Apparently, Ben Affleck's also in it, which is cool. But I feel like it's going to be seen as, oh, they're trying to do Spider-Man, Spider-Man even though that film was in production and whatever, and just yeah. whatever reason they haven't made it yet. So, yeah, I feel like there might be some attempts, but really have to have S- Spider-Man is unique because he's been around for a long time, very well-loved. Not many other characters have multiple franchises that they can draw upon for this, mm-hmm. so they might try. But also, I guess Marvel does it anyway, don't they? They have, they have crossovers all the time, so exactly. it's kind of an extension of that. It's just happens to be they, they've got the same character. So,
1: And the other post credit sequence was a trailer, which I feel short-changed about. I agree. Don't give me a trailer is your little special scene. Mm.
2: Yeah. Well, there are rumours for that one that it's a multiverse of madness, right, for Doctor Strange, that...
1: Wonder it's, is in.
2: Yes, we're Wonder. We know. <laughs> we know. And I love Wonder and her Scarlet Witch character and her new character design and whatever is great, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But we know. Anyway. That the multiverse will be every other Marvel movie ever, like X Men's and so Hugh might be back, they reckon.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the Fantastic Fours and even obscure stuff like Japanese Spider Man from the seventies and things like that. Right. There could be all everything is a fair game, apparently, but who knows? Who knows? Sam Raimi, though, so final thoughts and a rating, perhaps.
1: Um, I really liked it. I don't care if that makes me basic. I'm a basic B. Um, four out of five. Four out of five? One star coming off for a couple of the plot things of why are you curing them and sending them back a second mm. before they die. Does this really make sense? But then four stars because it was fun.
2: Yeah, exactly the same for me. And as an experience, though, five stars being there and it all happening and the movie itself, though, I think maybe it won't have that same appeal after watching it a few times, if you know all the things that are coming. But I don't know. I'll be interested how it holds up, you know, mm. once you know all the twists and turns. That said, great experience, great movie. Well, thank you very much for listening to our Spider-Man No Way Home review. We're on socials, Twitter? (laughs) Twitter, are we?
1: Yes, we're on Twitter. We're at Pod. Tweet at me if it was Sunny (laughs) Rojas.
2: So he's really keen to know that.
1: I am. Corporal's life.
2: Uh, Okay. I share it's reference. We have seen Matrix 4 and, oh my goodness, that's coming up next week. And... Little oh boy.
1: Ooh, <laughs> Let's get ready for some rants. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Until next time. See ya.
1: Bye. Hold
0: up.